We want to welcome you guys to L3 Perspective. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Glenn Davis. I'm sitting here with my guy, Cameron Macias. It's your boy, Killer Kill. What's going on, guys? Hey, we want to welcome you guys back to L3 Perspective. My name is Glenn. This, I'm sitting here with my guy, Cameron Macias. Killer Cam. <laughs> but again, L3 Perspective, this is a, a platform where we talk about life, where we talk about love, we talk about leadership. You know, all those things are tied to relationship. And so, uh, Cam, I'm excited about today's guest. Looking forward to connecting with him and unwrapping his story because uh, I, I see he brings a lot of value to oh, yeah. people. Thanks. So, but Cam... Who's who's today's guest? Man, the 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 one and only, the man, the myth, the legend, my boy Jason, who um, I have been excited about connecting with for. I mean, man, we connected what two years ago while we were during the pandemic doing the the clubhouses, the LinkedIn lives, and all those things, and it was it was like a super organic thing that kind of happened as. People were trying to figure out how to connect with people while we weren't allowed to leave our houses. And like, he just started kind of popping into things he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we started messaging, man. And, um, you know, finally, as uh, he's making a transition in new career, I was like, man, we, we got to have you on the podcast just because uh, this man really embodies a lot of the things that we talk about, uh, especially the whiteboard Wednesdays, the, the, the daily leadership videos, all those um, so anyways, Jason, tell us a little more about yourself, man, and uh, and we'll dive into it. Seriously, like Cam, like th this is long overdue. Glenn, like I know we we met like, what, five minutes ago, but we, <laughs> we, we, we've already bonded, right? We, we, we have already connected. We got that Philly connection, like let's yes. go. Yes. Um, no, this is, first off, it, it's an absolute honor, man. And I, and I appreciate y'all taking time out of your busy schedules because I know you're ripping and running uh, more than most. Um, so having an opportunity to get it, get on here and just chop it up, man, I, I, I truly genuinely appreciate it, both humbled and honored. Uh, a little bit about me, like, you know, uh, currently a, a, a chief, a group chief in the United States Air Force uh, for about two more months. Uh, I got the retirement coming in January. It's coming quick, too quick to <laughs> slow it down. Um, yeah. But yeah, but married. Uh, my wife also serves. Uh, she was a she was a first sergeant. She just took her diamond off. Uh, together, we have four amazing children. I got two that are off in college, just living their best lives, running yeah. running my pockets extremely low. <laughs> uh, we, got, we got two in the house. Um, so two oldest are boys, two youngest are girls. Oh, wow. uh, the one joke in the house is I only really like one of them. And <laughs> depending on which day it is, will determine which one I like. If that wasn't enough, uh, we went out and we had to get had to get a French bulldog because the wife wanted a dog. So there you go. It's an absolute madhouse here. Uh, we are super busy, but we are super blessed. Yeah, um, yeah. Started out my Air Force career as a maintainer. Yeah, cross trained in the cyber. Got to do an amazing four year stint as an ALS commandant, and then from there just kind of hopped into uh, squadron superintendent roles and now my my, my chief group role. And dude, it, it has been an absolute blessing. Uh, we we are we are very blessed. Uh, we like to say that we are outstanding but improving. Hmm. Oh, outstanding but improving. I gotta, I gotta I get like a notebook for all the like the nuggets. That know, this is this is amazing. Like so, Cam and I talk about you know like what we are looking to do with this on this platform, and you know we were having a conversation a month or two ago just about like how it would be selfish of us because of who we're connected with, because of the conversations that we that we have behind the scenes to not give the world a peek behind the curtain. 
right? It's, it's gems like that that, like I said, can impact and change people's lives. And so, uh, yeah, just thank you for being here. We're looking forward to, to, to our talk today. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more kind of like, like, how did you get into where you are now as far as like, did you try the college thing out? Whereas it was a straight out of high school. So, you know, much like uh, everybody, like, so I'm a firm believer that everybody has a story. Yeah. Uh, I love learning other people's stories. My story isn't much different than anybody else. Uh, okay. Straight through high school. Like, yep. I, I think that, I think they just pushed me across the stage, like, get up out of here, dude. We're tired of seeing you. That's probably was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> about six months off um, between my, my graduation and trying to figure out what my life's going to look like, uh, made a series of very, very stupid and poor decisions uh, and realized I had to get out of the environment I was in. Yeah. So what am I going to do? I don't know. Let's try the military. So I went to go talk to an army recruiter and I was like, that's not happening. <laughs> you know, no offense to the army, but it's just, it's, it wasn't for me. Yeah. Um, Went to go talk to the Navy recruiter. Didn't even touch the Marine recruiter because I mentally I knew like there is no way I'm ready for oh, that. Yeah. Um, and then the, the you know the Air Force recruiter kind of stopped me as I was walking to my car and he was like, "Hey man, come on in." So we went in there and we we kind of just talked and chopped it up a little bit and you know I'm in there with my earrings and all this other stuff and he was like he was like man, I think he was like I think we can make you into a man and I'm like well that's great because I thought I was a man and apparently I'm not apparently right. <laughs> Apparently, I've just been like, <laughs> right? So, uh, went in there, you know, knocked out the ass fab for whatever reason. I scored high on mechanical, and they were like, hey, man, you should be a weapons loader. And I'm going to tell you, I don't know who writes Air Force job descriptions, but I <laughs> that individual so they can help me write my resume. Because this job looked like the greatest thing since sliced bread, man. I'm yes. like, this is, I'm saving the world. Like, <laughs> And it just turned out like it, but it was, it was good, man. Off to basic and tech school and, you know, hit my first duty assignment at Shaw Air Force Base. And dude, it just, it rocketed from there, you know, yeah. but it was, it was, it was just taking advantage of opportunities that, that presented themselves. For sure. uh, it didn't matter if I was scared, nervous, anxious, uh, doubted myself, imposter syndrome, didn't matter. Uh, it, it just started with being open enough to listen to one Air Force recruiter. And yeah. I've kind of, carried that throughout my career is just jumping at opportunities. And even if I fall on my face, like it is what it is, but I'm, I'm not going to turn, turn a blind eye to, to any opportunity that may present itself for me to be a better version of me. Hmm. Yeah. I, 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 I like what you said there as far as like, well, tying it into being a better version of you, um, but the opportunities itself, there's so many people who um, have opportunities presented to them or have the opportunity to do the opportunity, uh, but they're, they're, you know, fear kind of stands in their mm -hmm. way. I know with you leading so many people, you know, in your career, uh, how do you help an individual navigate through that? So I think, you know, we're all buckled with the, the fear of failure. Yeah. If you really peel the onion back, we're not fearing the failure itself. Like nobody, nobody's really bothered by the failure of it. We're bothered by how others will view us when we fail. We're bothered mm -hmm. by how we'll view ourselves when we fail. And mm -hmm. once you can overcome that and you can show, I think the one thing that troubles me the most is we are so good at showing compassion to others, but mm -hmm. we suck at showing compassion to ourselves. Yeah. Like we are very hard on ourselves. We judge others for their actions, but we judge, we judge ourselves for our intentions. 
Mm -hmm. Right. So when, when we come up short on things, we beat the, the mess out of ourselves. So I think what that does is it it pauses people and we want to say, oh, I have a I have a fear of failure. No, you don't have a fear of failure. You have a fear of being judged. Yeah. Because like, how many times have you made a mistake and just kind of brushed it off because you haven't had time to think about it? Well, when an opportunity is presented to you, your mind starts running and you immediately go to the negative. Mm -hmm. You immediately yeah. think of, you start thinking of the what ifs. Right. So when leading others, it's trying to get them to understand that, to peel that onion back and understand that you don't have a fear of failure. You have a fear of being judged. And that's what we have to overcome. We got to overcome the fact that you need to show yourself the same compassion that you give to other people. And yeah. once they can kind of wrap their minds around that, it's amazing at the opportunities people will jump at mm -hmm. when they don't have that little nugget in the back of their mind, like, oh, what if this or what if that? Yeah. What if? Mm -hmm. Who cares? What if? Yeah. So it, it's, it's getting people to see things from a different perspective, to see things from a different light, because we're kind of indoctrinated and trained and, 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 and trained to, and it, whether or not it's societal or whatever, right. we always view things from a negative lens, right? Yeah. And like life, yeah, it's hard, but it, life is a lot of what you make of it. And I'm right. telling you right now, if you're looking for the negative, well, damn, you, you sure are going to find it. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. And hopefully folks, they got their notebooks out. Yeah. And that's like, that ties into, like I was talking, I did a, I was talking to some people yesterday and it's like the whole Gary Vee thing of patience, right? So many people, they feel as though, oh, I'm not a millionaire by the time I'm 25 years old. I'm failing myself. I'm failing the world. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't have this lockdown by this age or because I got this certification, I'm not getting paid that I'm a failure. And, and, there is a essence to the patience and the process that so many, especially now in this age that we're missing out on, like with, with the social media, with just how much people, are, Oh, I did this today. So, you know, blah, 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 the messages are getting so wrapped up rather than being motivating. It's almost forcing us to be discouraging. 100%. You know, and one of the things that I'm trying to get people to, to kind of buy into, like when I, I got a couple items that I jump up on my soapbox with, and one of them is, is trying to teach people to be aggressively patient, right? yep. aggressively patient. Being a lot, when we think of patience, we, we, we tie it into lazy. Like, no, patience right. isn't lazy. Pa patience is understanding that things take time. Yep. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean you can kick your feet up and not work at them, right? Be aggressively patient. Keep, keep, keep putting your nose to the grindstone. Keep chopping that tree and eventually it'll fall, right? But you have to aggressively attack them things with the understanding that, man, this is going to take a little bit, but that's mm -hmm. okay because I'm getting better day in and day out, better day in and day out. And if you can focus on those little incremental wins, mm -hmm. man, that's that compound effect, right? It's and then one day it's just going to skyrocket to, to key on your point of like the timelines and I'm not a millionaire and I'm not this. I just made a post last week. I'm 43 years young. Mm -hmm. I got my bachelor's degree in two 2009. Yup, you're going to hop in the DeLorean and have to go way back in time to catch that. <laughs> I just completed my master's degree at 43 years old. Don't care. There's no timeline to this. It doesn't matter to me that it took me almost, almost, you know, what, 15, almost 15 years. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I completed it. I did it on my time with my life schedule. And nobody can tell me that I'm not successful because it took me that long. Go beat mm -hmm. rocks, dude. I am successful, right? So I made that post and I tied it to the fact of we have got to stop allowing society to put these arbitrary timelines on our lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Not only that, we got to stop allowing society to, to, to 
define what success is. What success is to me is different from Cam, what it is for you, Glenn, what it is for you. We all view success differently, right? So why am I going to tie myself to what I see on social media or what I hear people yapping in my ear? Nah, dude, we're not, we're not running the same race. Right. Yeah. I'm running my race. That's the one I'm focused on. I love it. I love it. The run your race. Uh, You know, I think part of that kind of stems from people not being, number one, people not taking time to do some self-reflecting, like Mm -hmm. to find out who they truly are, uh, to find out um, if the person that that they see in the mirror is is the real person, right? Um, Because oftentimes we walk around with a mask on our face, Mm -hmm. pretending to be something that we're really not, right? Mm -hmm. And so when it comes time to, you know, being patient with the process, whatever that process looks like, you know, we don't know how to be patient because (laughs) of that, because who we're looking at is not who we truly are. And so, you know, it's, 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 it's refreshing to hear that, uh, everything that you're saying. And so, uh, yeah, just being patient with the process, even with this, like when we sit around the table and we talk about ideas, as far as where we see the, you know, the podcast going, how many people that we want to reach, you know, Cam and I are super big thinkers, right? And so we're already 10 years down the road, (laughs) but being, but trusting the process and being patient within that process is extremely key. Um, especially when you're navigating through life, especially when you're navigating through so many, uh, distractions of life, um, and so Cam was, was sharing with me as far as uh, when it comes to leadership, right? And so from what I even read about you, uh, number one, I appreciate everything that you've done wearing the uniform. And then as a leader, leading people um, with that, like how, what inspired you to kind of really take ownership of being a, a authentic leader, being a servant leader? Like what was it, what point was that in your life that kind of, you know, that light bulb came on for you? Oh, man. And so the funny thing is, is I, you know, you ask people this and they're like, well, you know, I've kind of developed and I've kind of grown into this and this happened. And then this happened for me, dude, it was one instance, Mm. one specific instance where the light bulb went off. I got punched in the face, extremely humbled. And uh, many, many moons ago, Staff Sergeant Barnshaw uh, apparently liked Staff Sergeant so much that he decided to make it twice. Uh, I am the proud owner, and I say proud now, looking back, hindsight being 2020 of an Article mm-hmm. 15. Uh, I made a very poor decision as a very young staff sergeant uh, that cost me my stripe. I got reduced in rank, um, all these other things. I had a six-month span of probably the hardest time in my life. Um, got divorced. Uh, my, I was overseas at the time. My, my two boys uh, got sent back to the States. Uh, got the Article 15. Uh, my grandmother was murdered. Uh, everything was just like it was it was literally the worst time of my life. I don't I didn't know at that point how much more I could handle. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, my career was over. Right. I didn't yeah. have a great career up until then, but I had a career. And the funny thing is about Article 15s and paperwork, um, as many folks know, is like those travel with you. Yeah. Not only do they travel with you, they usually get to your location before you do. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> all this stuff going on, right? And I get orders to Seymour Johnson, Shady J, North Carolina. <laughs> and uh, obviously my paperwork got there before I did. Waiting for so you. here's all these leaders in, in, in Seymour Johnson looking at this paperwork, asking themselves, who's going to take this POS? Like, like, who's going, like this kid is damaged goods. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And nobody wanted me. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if I would have wanted me at that point. Yeah. So uh, I didn't find this out until about eight, nine years later. Uh, they were having this discussion and one man walked into that meeting late. 
And when he walked in late, he asked what was going on. They kind of told him what was going on. And he simply said three words. I will, well, I guess four words, man, my math, public man. I will, <laughs> take I will take him. And that's exactly what he did. Retired senior master sergeant, GS-12, Mr. Byron Ash. And that man gave me everything to fix mm -hmm. me. Not Airman Barnshaw, not Sergeant Barnshaw, Jason. He listened to me. He encouraged me. He supported me. He put a boot in my tail end when I needed it. Um, when I tell you that this man is the alpha and the omega to my military career, uh, like that, there is no lie in that. When I tell you that I love this man, like I love this man. When my father passed away, he filled in that role. Um, I've traveled countless hours, five, six hours just to have lunch with him. Uh, he was the first person outside of my wife <laughs> that, I called, that I called when I made chief, right? Uh, he was at my wedding. He will be at my retirement. Like mm. that man showed me what a leader should be. And mm. I have spent the rest of my entire career trying to pay that forward, trying mm. to be the Mr. Ash to somebody else. And mm. honestly, it boils down to this. Um, and, and, and so am I allowed to say naughty words? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it'll be it'll be a lesser naughty word. <laughs> the simple leadership phrase is gas, right? He he taught me just to simply give a shit. That was it. Mm, yeah. Just care about other human beings and treat them as such. Yeah, right. Mm. That's where that servant leadership comes in, and that was my one specific instance that completely changed the trajectory of my life and my leadership philosophy. Hmm. Gas. I love it. I'm about to put Where's my notebook here. Keep, take my foot off the brake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> put, my, put the pedal to the metal. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, and that, and you're right. Like, guys, everything I was saying yesterday, it's like, it's fundamentally, it, it lines up. Mm -hmm. um, and it's funny you, earlier when you said the um, aggressively patient, that's, I've heard that word first from my, my girl is someone told her that same thing. And they, I was like, I never heard that before, but it makes so much sense. Mm -hmm. But yeah. The human being aspect, right? Especially in, in um, whether it's what we're what we do now, or when we go into the the civilian sector, or other places, there's so much of a, a standard that our worth is tied to other things. Hmm. And and at the end of the day, it's like just be a good person, be the best you. Like be if you're being the best you, you may not get the opportunities that you want, but you will 100% get the opportunities that you need. When you're just trying to be the best you, like me in the position that I'm in, at that point, I had, I, before I got this job, had given up and just said, you know what? I'm cool where I'm at. I'm going to just work on me. A week later, got a phone call. It was like, hey, you want everything that you wanted and you don't have to move? And I was like, are you, are you shitting me? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, and that's just it. Like, that's what it is for me. So like, am I nervous about this upcoming transition? Absolutely. Am I anxious about it? Absolutely. Am I excited about it? Absolutely. Is my mind yeah. going a million miles a minute? Absolutely. <laughs> right? Because it's the fear of the unknown. But the one yeah. thing that, I, that, that settles me down, the one thing that gives me peace is believing in the fact that I will end up exactly where I'm supposed to be. Yep. Mm -hmm. right? okay. And if I look back over my career through the trials, the tribulations, the challenges, and the celebrations, yeah. Mm -hmm. Always been exactly where I needed to be, and it's just it, it's my it's my keeping and belief in that, you know, constantly pouring myself into others, constantly trying to invest myself into others. Like things will line up. They may not be what I planned for. They may not be what I anticipated. But I'll be ready for them when they happen. 
and I'll be, yeah. I'll be thankful for when they do. And I'll, I'll, I'll uh, chase down every opportunity that's presented and some will work out and some won't. Right. But that's yeah. life. That's yep. life. What I won't do is give up on who I believe I'm supposed to be. Right. right? That, that's, that's something that I, I can't give up on. Yeah. Right. So it, it, it's a constant chase, if you will, of that person. Uh, the, the person that I can honestly sit here and say that I'll never attain. But that's okay <laughs> because I'm inspired by the chase. Right. Yeah. So you mentioned the word like anytime the anytime anyone says the word life, it kind of speaks out. Just, you know, talking about L three perspective, but but even kind of honing in on on that aspect of it, when you talk about some of the life challenges that you faced as far as deaths and having to navigate through those seasons, uh, obviously it sounds like your mentor uh, was a was a big part of a part of helping you kind of navigate through that. As far as mindset wise, how do you? Or how did you uh, keep such a positive mindset having to navigate through that? Like, because the reason why I asked that question is because there's so many people who are affected day to day, but they're, they stay in that dark space. So, you know, what would you, I guess, either sharing your story or what would you say to that individual that, that kind of helped them navigate through their, uh, their storm? So if I'm being completely honest with you, um, I stayed in that dark space for a while. Mm-hmm. And I think what we have to understand is, there's a period or a season, like you mentioned, that yeah. it's okay to be in that dark space because it yeah. takes time to navigate out of it. Um, yeah. One of the things that, and my mindset changed, right? So I'm always learning things. And, you know, I always used to tell people all the time, like, you choose to be happy. You choose to be happy. Mm. And, and, and at some point, I, I, I agree with that and I understand it. But I also know the other side of that coin where, dude, it's not that easy. Yeah. Like, sometimes... Yeah. So much going on that you ain't waking up just being like, you know what? I'm going to be happy today. Yep. <laughs> I do. It's not. That easy. Oh, for sure. it's yeah. not. So going through that time, I will tell you, I, I spent a lot of time in that in that space. Hmm. Uh, and the only thing that that honestly kept me going was just one. My, my, my boys at the time. This is before we had the girls. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My boys. And just knowing that, you know, like, like, like let's just make it through another day. Let's just make it through another day. Let's just make it through another day. And if you start kind of tying those days together, well, then all of a sudden it's been a month. Mm -hmm. You know, it's been six months. Man, I'm okay. I'm feeling better. Right. Again, it's the aggressively patient. I just showed up every day, no matter if I was feeling down or or out. I just knew that if if I kept I'm a very faith based man, if Mm -hmm. I kept my faith and kept pushing forward that eventually I will come out of this storm. Mm. Um, and that's what I did. I leaned on those around me, those the, the, my, small, my, salt, my small circle that supported me, right? I, I leaned towards the, them for encouragement, which is why like, I'm so passionate now about giving back because I don't think I'd be here without that, that circle of mm-hmm. encouragement. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it's leaning into trusting that, yes, today is challenging, but tomorrow will be better. Tomorrow we be better. Yeah. And if you get thrown a curveball and you get knocked back, that, that's okay. I'm gonna dust myself off and I'm gonna I'm gonna keep moving forward. I'm gonna lean into my support system. I'm gonna yeah. lean into my mentors. I'm gonna lean into the people that I know, not just through their words, but through their actions, that they do care about me. And mm-hmm. we are going to get through this together. Yeah. That would be my, my number one tip is if you are struggling, if you are down, if you are in that dark season, understand that life is not meant to be a solo mission. Like yeah. we are supposed doing this together and if you can't find somebody that can be in your circle i'm gonna tell you right now all you got to do is take a step back and look because there's tons of us out there that are willing to help you 100 mm-hmm. 
One hundred percent. Oh yeah. So like, so what's the so what's the next chapter look like for you? Where 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 what's where are you off to after this? <laughs> so the, it's it's still to be determined. Um, okay. There there are, there are there are a couple options and opportunities out there. Uh, I do have my skills bridge lined up. Uh, I'm working with a a uh, uh, a professional development slash consulting agency uh, called Sagely. I'm, I'm going nice. to do my skills bridge with them. Uh, get a taste of what the the civilian <laughs> sector kind of looks like. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna right hip with uh, like their chief people officer and That's understand cool. like what it what it is to actually build and foster a civilian uh, culture that that thrives on making others better, talent management, you know, uh, life fulfillment, all those mm. types of things that that organizations lack, which is why you see things like the Great Resignation, right? It's it's not the jobs where people are walking away from it. It's the crappy cultures. Yep. So mm -hmm. it, it's, it's trying to build my, my portfolio around that. Um, you know, that's why, you know, we, we, we're, we're finishing degrees, we're getting certifications, we're doing everything that I need to do to get into the door. Yeah. Um, but I understand that it, like, like the certifications and all those are great. It's going to be the, the work ethic and the experience that I can bring to the table that will ultimately land me somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Um, have that aspect that's the that's kind of the professional aspect the the personal side um you know much similar to to what you two are doing such a phenomenal job at it's just i will continually to i will continually try to brand and market myself and just try to pour people or pour into others invest into mm -hmm. others um, and it's eventually you know I, I would like to to get some gigs public speaking uh, i would like to be an, an independent consultant and get into some of these organizations man i just did a a human centered design thinking um, uh, exercise or workshop today with, with, an, with an organization uh, figuring out what professional and personal development looks like for their organization. Those yeah. are things I'm passionate about. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's for me, honestly, if I could boil it down to two words, like let's be real, I got four kids, two in college. Right. So I like, I need to make some money. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 right. Like, let's just be real. Yeah. But it's balancing that fine line between income and impact. For sure. And that's that. That's where I need. That's where I need to merge it together. I'm looking for a job that inspires me, that that brings me that fulfillment. Yeah. The rest of the rest will take care of itself. Yep. Jason, I, I appreciate you. I appreciate this conversation. I appreciate you just sharing just a snippet of who you are, and and really just a quick message to our viewers. Uh, you know, Jason unpacked a lot and there was a lot of great information that he shared, you know, and if you are in that dark space, if you're navigating through life and you just, you feel alone, um, continue to tune into the L3 perspective, because one thing that Cam and I can promise that you'll get is value to this, no. right? This is why we created this space, right? And so just like Jason said, we will get through this together, right? And so I'll leave you with that. Jason, again, very grateful for your time. And I'll just... Cam, if you could close this out, man, yeah. I appreciate you. Uh, so before we close out, Jason, please let our people know where they can mm -hmm. find you at with all your pen names. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, so most social media platforms, uh, I, I can tell you. So Jason Barnshaw is where you will find me on LinkedIn. Uh, that that is the professional uh, social media platform. So so I use my name for that one on Facebook. Uh, Instagram and TikTok. I, I go by the name of Linwood Gale. Uh, a lot of people ask me what Linwood Gale is. Uh, everything, uh, you know, outside of Mr. Ash and my, my, my military profession, everything I owe is to my parents, right? They, mm -hmm. they, they struggled through life to, to give me even the slightest of opportunities. 
So Linwood Gale, Linwood is actually my father's middle name. Gale is actually my mother's middle name. And it's my last little bit of homage to them. Mm. Um, so to kind of adopt that pen name. Uh, so Linwood Gale is where you can find me on all the other, all the other social media sites. Okay. That's good. I'm glad you answered that. Cause I was going to ask that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, as, as we end you guys, um, please believe we will more than likely have Jason back on after, after he's been in it for a minute, he can drop some more dimes on us. Um, by all means, you know, check us out on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, connect with us. Let us know what you think. Leave a like, subscribe, leave a comment, whether you like it or don't like it. Um, at the end of the day, we're going to keep doing us. So, <laughs> so, uh, once again, Jason, we appreciate you. And uh, that's a wrap. We'll Absolutely. see y'all later. Yes, yes. Boop. <laughs> <laughs>